Coming up today, we will meet the champions, the Lukens Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament Bass Champions. Sam Larson and Joe Ullman join us next. If I had a bar for every time my line got stuck, well then I'd probably have enough for a brand new pickup truck and I'm probably gonna need it. My luck is gonna change, I can feel it. I got a secret weapon on the radio. Kevin always tells me where the fish is going. And I'm the shell. It's our fish Paul Bunyan. Welcome to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Well, today on Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, we uh, get to talk to two of the champions of the uh, first ever Lucas Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament, the Bass Champs. Sam Larson and Joe Ullman joins us. Guys, thanks for taking the time to stay. Yeah, thanks for having us, Kev. Yep. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Let's start with you, Sam. Um, uh, both you guys work in Northland. What do you do for Northland, and how did you find your way to Bemidji, Minnesota? Yeah, so um, I work at Northland as the visual marketing coordinator. Uh, so I do a lot of the the graphic design uh, work with both the marketing team um, and also the product development uh, side of things. So kind of more of a I have more of an art background. I came up to Bemidji um, and studied art and design up there, and was lucky enough to get an internship with Northland throughout my senior year and uh, they hired me full-time after that and I've been loving it ever since. So did you um, come up uh, with the idea that maybe that uh, was the type of industry you wanted to be in? Yep, yeah, I uh, I actually came up to Bemidji with uh, intentions to either go into the design program or uh, fisheries biology and I quickly discovered fisheries biology was not my thing, and and uh, I've always had a passion and love for art, and uh, the design really really caught my attention. So I I went along that path, and yeah, that's how I ended up up here. Where are you from, Sam? St. Cloud, Minnesota, originally. And was it was it lakes and trees and fishing and hunting and those types of things that lured you to Bemidji State? Yeah, for sure, for sure. I was uh, in uh, high school. I came up here for an archery tournament that was held at BSU, and I looked at campus and saw it was right on the lake, and I told my mom and dad, I want to go look at BSU, you know, as I get later into my high school years, and came up here and visited and fell in love with it right away. Awesome. Um, So, Joe, what about you? How did you find your way to Bemidji, Minnesota? So, just like Sam, um, I went to BSU. um, I got my business degree in 2014. So I graduated 2014, uh, hopped around for a few years, just working odd jobs here in town. You know, the real deal for me was uh, after I'd spent four years here, uh, I kind of got hooked and, you know, I didn't really want to leave the area. So it was kind of I'm going to do whatever it takes to stay here. And um, 
you know, I just bounced around for a while, and after I graduated, I, that's when I really found my love of fishing in general and, and bass fishing. And to me, it was like, you know, once I saw a job opening with Northern Tackle, it was kind of a no-brainer. I had to go for it and, <laughs> and uh, got it, and I think I've been here about three years now, and that's pretty much the gist of it. Now, did you guys grow up fishing? Yeah, you know, um, I, I definitely did throughout my whole life, fishing with my dad. Um, it wasn't to the extent of, you know, every day like it kind of seems like now, but, um, you know, we had our multiple fishing trips a year and went as much as we could. And um, I think Sam is probably the same way, but he can speak on that probably. Yeah, very similar situation. Uh my dad always got me and my brother out in the boat, and I just I, I found a love for the water and and uh, especially bass fishing. My dad kind of grew up more walleye fishing with his dad, um, and all me and my brother wanted to fish for our bass, so we'd we'd go bass fishing all the time. And yeah, it's how I got started. And as I I got through college, I got more and more into it. And yeah, it's just been always been a passion of mine fishing. Interesting, you got you you mentioned bass. Um... So that was the side of the tournament you went with, and you won it with 102.25 inches of bass. Um, what did you think of the format of the Lucan's Village Food United Way Fishing Tournament? It, it was a lot of fun. Um, when we heard about it, it, it seemed like a good opportunity to go, go, you know, put ourselves into the, the pool of bass fishermen in the area, and also the lakes in the area. You know, there's a lot of a lot of good lakes, so it got, gave a guy a lot of opportunity to fish both largemouth. Or smallmouth, um, you know. Even we're against some of the the walleye fishermen's toting around live bait, so it, it was a lot of fun. I thought. Now, yeah. did, you, did you guys think at all about going after both of them, or or is that just an impossible task? There was, uh, you know, there was a slight thought about it. You know, we were kind of thinking we didn't really think we'd be able to compete on the walleye side for maybe the top prize, but maybe we could slip in. We were just going to, you know, fish bass the first day and see how it turned out and see how the leaderboard was shaking out to see if maybe we would be able to have a shot at it. And, you know, after that first day, we were kind of thinking it wasn't wasn't going to be yeah. worth our time there. <laughs> with uh, with where we were sitting sitting on the bass side, I think we were in first after the first day. Uh, but we didn't. We never had a big lead throughout the whole tournament. Guys were nipping at our heels, so we know we had to keep on on grinding and, and trying to upgrade fish and the upgrades kept on getting harder and harder but uh yeah we had to stick stick to bass the whole time have you guys fished together at other tournaments yeah we actually fish uh the northwoods bait and tackle uh wednesday night bass league together um so we do that every week and then we try to get together and do a couple of the, the bsu tournaments that they have in the fall here what do you think of the app-based tournament so you know that was one at, at first it, it kind of seemed a little weird in, in the bass fishing world. It's always been, you know, you have your, your weigh-in tournaments, and you always bring your best five to the scales, and that's kind of been set in stone for a long time. So I think us and, and a lot of people in general were kind of uh, maybe a little weary about it. But what we realized, especially this year, we run that format in the Northwoods League. Um, it, it really it, it allows you to release fish quickly, you don't have to tote a bunch of water around in your live well. You don't have to worry about the health of the fish. You're getting the picture. You're getting it back in the water, and you're making sure that the healthy fish going back. Um, and and also, you know, the the 
the added bonus of being able to see what everyone else is doing. Sometimes it's very nerve-wracking, but at other times, when when you if you can get a big lead on them, you know it's almost kind of like you can relax just a little bit. You know, not too much, but yeah, exactly. You know, we're we're checking the after the tournament, and you know, keep on talking to Joey. Hey, we got we got to get one more big one. Someone creeped up on us. You know, a quarter inch or or three quarters of an inch. Um, another thing about the app that I've noticed um, is since it's inches versus weight, it really narrows the playing field to to the you know the biggest bag. You know, there's always an element of luck in fishing. You know, it's a lot of it's skill, but sometimes you just luck out with a big fish. Which if that's you, it's 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 great. You know, that can really bump up your total weight. But when it comes down to inches, if you don't have that whole group of big fish. You're not going to be up there, so it, it. I think it really. It's kind of a fun way to do it by inches versus weight because it really narrows down the the margins, you know, and, and the gaps between each team. The Lucas Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament Bass Chance. Joe Ullman and Sam Larson joining me. Got a lot more bass talk to come. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. But it really is high testosterone. Your adrenaline is pumping so hard that you think your heart is just going to jump out of your chest. It really is an exciting Oh, absolutely. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. We are talking with the Bass Champions of the Lucas Village Reeds United Way Fishing Tournament. Sam Larson and Joe Ullman, both from Northland Fishing Tackle, had a great weekend. And when we went to break, we were talking about using apps in tournaments. I was talking to Travis Peterson last week about this, and until apps came into play, uh, you know, I pointed out that competitive fishing is the only sport that you don't know the score as you're competing. And now you do. Yeah, yeah for sure. And, and like I said, even um, during some of the Wednesday nighters, and even uh, this weekend, it's as you watch, it definitely changes your game plan, whether, you know, you can see, okay, do I got to go for a big jump or do I just got to hold out or lead? And and that was us after day one. Um, we, we tried some different things that night. Um, they didn't work out for us, and we went back kind of to our a similar game plan as we did Friday morning uh, to try to hold on to that lead and maintain that lead. So, yeah, so it's a different element than coming into the uh, landing with a bag of fish and seeing where your weight puts you at. One of the things I noted, both on the walleye side, amongst the leaderboard, and it seemed more or less on the bass side as well, nothing much moved on Sunday. Were you still catching fish, just nothing bigger than your your top five, or was it just a tougher day? Yeah, so, you know, um, it did seem to get a little bit tougher. You know, we had a handful of spots that that we were working and and obviously we had already worked through a lot of fish and um it did seem to get a little bit tougher but but you know the the biggest deal with not seeing a lot of movement we thought was and and this kind of goes with having that multiple days once you get to a certain point you know once you get around 100 inches it it's going to take a big fish to to bump up and and you know we were still catching them, but you're catching good fish and looking at them, and you're saying that's not going to be good enough, and it's almost heartbreaking, but that's just the way it is, and I think that's what a lot of people had trouble with. It's just you get to a certain point, and it's so hard to call up that... 
Saturday morning with that weather, I think, was definitely our peak of, of big fish. And I think fairly early on Saturday morning, we had a, a 19.75 largemouth was our smallest fish, which I think any bass angler in Minnesota would love to have that as as any fish. But, yeah, it got tough. We, we kept on continuing to catch big fish, but they uh, they just weren't help us helping us out quite there. I, I told Joey at this point we're kind of musky fishing, you know, looking for one giant doesn't matter numbers anymore. We just need to catch catch a giant to keep on calling up a quarter inch here or there. So um, inquiring minds want to know, where were you fishing? What were you using? And I know that you can't give away all your secrets, but uh, share what you're willing to share. Yeah, yeah. so that's, that's a good point. And um, I guess I'll touch on, you know, before I kind of got into doing some of the, the league nights and, and tournament things, I found or spent a lot of my time uh, searching kind of the smaller, off-the-beaten-path lakes around the Bemidji area, you know, stuff that doesn't necessarily get thought of as, as bass waters. Um, so we fished a lot of that stuff uh, this weekend. We fished some bigger waters too, but, yeah, a lot of the smaller stuff um, was what really paid off for us. And, you know, it goes to show you how, how many good bass fishing opportunities there are here um, around the, the Tri-County area. But uh, that was that was our big play for water. Um, and we caught fish doing a little bit of everything. Um, a lot of them came on frogs. That was probably our most productive technique. Um, we also caught some fish Texas rigging, um, both both in shallower stuff and then off some some weed lines too. So a little bit of everything. And, again, to get, get five bass that big, we kind of had to, to utilize all of our resources because um, they're not – Five big ones aren't just sitting on one spot like that. So, yeah, yeah, you know, like he said, it's this is you're kind of the off the beaten path thing, and and just to touch on how cool I think the format of this tournament is, it, it you know you don't need uh, a big bass boat and all this fancy electronics to do any of this. You know, one thing that we noticed down um, in the leaderboard was there was a lot of submissions from kids, and I think that was pretty cool just to get into the tournament scenario and, and, and feel the excitement and the rush. And we kind of played the game of, you know, there's a lot of smaller lakes around and there's good opportunities, and you don't need a big boat to do it. You could have gone out in a rowboat and mm-hmm. and had a great day. It just it was an awesome format, and it, it lends itself to maybe the not-as-well-equipped angler um, but it was it was just great, and you know, you know, Sam had found some 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 places that obviously have not seen a lot of pressure in the way of bass, and that was kind of the game plan. Like he said, you know, you find these less pressured fish, less pressured areas. They're not thought about as the predominant bass lakes in the area, and if you really go and spend time on them and grind on them, you'd be surprised what you can find there. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, one of the things we wanted as we worked as a committee was we, we loved the idea of grandpa and grandson or dad and son um, just getting kids involved in the tournament. It looked like a lot of, there, like you noted, there were a lot of kids involved. That, to me, is a win right there. Yep, exactly. Yep, yep. So how many of your uh, fish were largies and how many were smallies? Uh, everything we ended up weighing uh, was largemouth. So our, our top five are all largemouth, uh, but we did go chase some of the smallmouth in the area too, uh, just because we knew that was a really good opportunity to get a high nineteen, uh, low twenty inch fish. Uh, unfortunately, it 
it, it didn't work out the couple times we tried it. Uh, but again, like I said, it goes to show you how good the fishing is in the area that you have good opportunities of catching both a 20-inch largemouth um, or, or a smallmouth in this neck of the woods. About how many hours did you actually fish over the course of the three days? Oh, yeah, <laughs> as many as the boat would allow is kind of what we did. Um, so, so we we generally try to get there either when when we you know the start time was on uh, Friday or as soon as those storms en- ended on uh, on Saturday, and we'd fish till about two or three o'clock. Um, and that's when the uh, batteries in my boat were kind of given out on us. So we'd go home and, and charge the boat batteries and our batteries, and we'd get back out there about 5 o'clock and fish till fish till we had to put the lights on the boat. So, yeah, we put a, a lot of hours in on this, this trip, and it actually it really got to us at the end. You know, I told Joey on Sunday, I said, you got to drive the boat. I can't step on uh stand on one foot driving the trolling motor anymore so he had to to take over because my back was just killing me and my arms were starting to get tight and being out in that hot weather it it took a toll on us more than i thought it would we really kind of uh realized just what it feels like to fish a you know a multiple day tournament you wouldn't think that just fishing standing and casting would really do it to you but you know by sunday afternoon our backs were killing us. You know, my neck was killing me. I think my my right hand was permanently holding a, a fishing rod, <laughs> and it was it was something. Well, three thousand, so it paid off this time. Yeah, sure did. It did. It, did. It, it, it was fun, and me and Joy were talking, and you know, the money is a great option, but just just the. Uh, the fun of the tournament was what really did it for us. So, you know, the money was kind of secondary. It was a lot of fun to to compete and, and be out there and, and, and show off what this area has for fishing quality. Fishing Public and Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. We're talking about the Lucas Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament held this past weekend. We've got the Bass Champs, Joe Ullman and Sam Larson. And guys... I ask bass anglers this all the time, and I, I know the answer because it's always the same, but I always love to ask uh, uh, you guys that I that I meet uh, the same question. What is it about bass that you guys like so much? They're pure aggression. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's one of the funnest bites, and, and like I said, a lot of our, our fish came on frogs, um, and I think it was, you know, part of the weather and the time of the year, but on, on the biggest one I caught in the tournament, I remember yelling at Joey, it's, it's a giant, and... I said I couldn't stop him. He's almost ripping the rod out of my hand, and I've never had a bass, you know, not been able to stop a bass with with frogging gear. And it was just, it's just fun. It, I, I told him at one point it feels like we're doing some of that fishing in the Amazon because you're in this nice, peaceful little area, and you hear this kapoosh of a bass opening its mouth and sucking down your frog, and then it's just game on from there. So it's, yeah. it's a very interactive type of fishing. And, you know, I'm kind of in the same boat there. It's, like you said, it's very interactive. They're extremely aggressive um, most of the time. For me, I'd say more than anything, I like I like power fishing. I like setting the hook. Um, I like a big rod. Uh, I just it's just there's something about you know something so powerful coming up, smashing your frog, or, or you know you flip your Texas rig into a little pocket and it's just thunk, and then it's game on. You know you set the hook and it's hand to hand combat. It's just it's very exciting. Um, 
and I think that's probably the draw for a lot of people. You know, and they're they're fairly easy to catch too. You know, mm-hmm. anyone can do it. You, like you said, a lot of young kids are out there in the bass division catching good fish too. So it's it's pretty easy for anyone to go get a rod and reel and a, and a spinner bait or a frog or yeah. or a wacky worm and and go out there and have really good fishing in Minnesota. I think one of the beautiful things about living in Minnesota and certainly up here is, you know, if we want to eat, we can catch some nice perch and bluegills and crappies and, you know, walleyes. But there really is, I think, I really feel it the last few years especially, a huge bass revolution going on in northern Minnesota. Um, this, amongst northern Minnesotans, guides still find themselves with visitors going out for walleyes more often than not. But the actual people who live up here are more and more all the time going out for bass and for the reasons that, that you guys were just talking about. For sure, for sure. That's, again, one thing I said to Joey before the tournament. It's like, oh, this is the midge area, you know. There's probably going to be like 10 guys in the bass division and, and uh, you know, 60, 70 guys in the walleye division. Um, and I was kind of surprised to see it turned out the opposite i think there was uh, you know 35 40 walleyes registered something like that or, or anglers that were fishing for walleye and you know just over 50s doing bass so the bass side i was surprised to see had a larger larger group participating than the walleye so yeah it's, it's definitely catching on yeah and you know just like like what we were kind of saying before and it, it it seems to be and we've had this conversation before if you look at the younger generation coming up you seem to have more bass heads in there than than in obviously previous generations, and we really feel like part of that lends itself to what we were just talking about. You know, the frog bites. The um, they're usually ready to go. You put something in front of them, they're going to go. You know, you can have consistent action. It's exciting. Um, it's just it, it. It seems like like you said, it's a, basically a bass revolution, and and at the end of the day, though, it you know, walleye makes makes the world go round. There's still so many people that want the walleyes, and that's fine. You know, I love walleye fishing too. But you know, once we get into July, August, it's just the bass fishing is still usually pretty good, and it's just it's fun. It's mm-hmm. flat out fun. Well, I agree, and you know, I mean, once once you got your dinner. Then uh, why not go for bass? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So if people were going to go out bass fishing here in the next few days, what would you recommend they do? Um, what we've been seeing, like I said, a lot of fish have been caught in frogs. Um, that's a good way to do it. But another thing uh, that we've been utilizing a lot these last few weeks um, is docks. Uh, the docks seem to be pretty loaded up, and that's a, a really easy way to fish. Just grab a wacky worm and and pitch it out in front of a dock and let it float there for a few seconds and usually you feel a little tug and it's game on from there so yeah a lot of the shallow water bites bites been good um as well as you know some of the deeper bites too so just find out and either find some weeds or or some kind of structure whether it's a dock or or tree or whatnot and yeah pitch around with frogs and frogs and worms and let's get uh, your final thoughts on the tournament, uh, Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament. By and large, uh, everything went well. You liked the way they did it? We loved it. We were hoping they're doing it. They're going to do it again next year. Yeah, you know, like I said before, I I think the format's great. You know, it's it's very inclusive to everyone. Um, not having it stuck to one specific body of water really opens it up to, you know, not only um, people with that don't have 
big boats, um, good big water setups, also kids. It, it's incredibly inclusive, and, and just having the option to fish wherever you want really opens up a lot of doors, and it makes it more competitive for any, everybody because, you know, some guys just, some lakes don't go for them, and, and that's the way that it's always been. You know, there's obviously some people that can catch them everywhere they go, but um, it just it brings out a lot more people when, when you know that you can go to your confidence lake and having confidence in what you're doing is one of the biggest keys to success in fishing, really. You know, so I think it's I think it's great. I'm really excited to do more into the future, and it looks like there's going to continue to be more of these formats coming out, and uh, we'll just have to see what happens. But okay, love it. You know, um, and one one more thing on bass fishing. You know, we've got a ton of walleye lakes to choose from. Some great ones, big ones, little ones. But if you decide you want to go for bass, you just quadruple your opportunities. You know, there's about four times more bass lakes than there are walleye lakes, even in an area full of walleye lakes. Exactly, Kevin. Like I said, we fish a lot of the smaller bodies of water, but we also finish, fish some of the larger bodies of water in, in the area, too, and that's the great great thing about it is basically any lake in this neck of woods has, has a good bass bite. Yeah, you know, there's it's there almost isn't a lake that you can go to that you won't be able to catch bass on. It's just the opportunities are almost endless. Sam Larson and Joe Oman, they both work at Northland Fishing Tackle. They are the bass champions of the first-ever Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament. Guys, first of all, congratulations. Secondly, thanks for taking the time today, and uh, we look forward to next year. Yeah, thanks, Kev. Yeah, thanks for having us. That's it for today. I want to remind you that Thursday we will hear from the walleye champions. Brian Martinka and Dan Fuller had 135 inches of walleye. We'll try to get their secrets Thursday. That's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thank you for joining us. Awesome. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait. What rewards? A do operator skin. Man, I love operator skins. Dual double XP and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 23.